Uh, hey, I'm Jason. And I'm Steve. We're from Our Lady Peace. And, and you're listening to Girth Radio. Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. Last night was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely feel a fair amount of pressure. Anytime it's a hometown <laughs> show, right? Sure. Or just two like, in a row, generally. Yo, yeah, generally, like. right? <laughs> But um, any anytime it's a hometown show and it's kind of funny, I feel like we have multiple. We have here, Los Angeles, because Rain and I live there. For me, Detroit, because yeah. I'm from there. Yep. London always, for me. London for you. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Okay. Totally. Are you guys going to London? I already have. You guys are already crossed that bridge. Okay, so we're fine. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> and it went it went pretty good. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. kind of it's weird, at least for us, we kind of definitely sort of tend to clench up a little bit. You know, the pressure of the hometown show, yeah. and last night somehow we were able to just really be loose and have fun so it was one of the better ones i feel like we've had there was mm-hmm. great is there another thing about though it being massey hall like this well, iconic, that too. this right. iconic place totally. that everyone has been through you know from from neil young miles and, davis and miles, i think yeah. way everybody yeah. you see that it's the posters that, yeah that they have in that place right it's phenomenal and i think i try to like not i try to think i like thinking about that when i'm in there but not on stage yeah, i can't think about that think last night right out. yeah <laughs> last night Ray said something about neil young and i was kind of like yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. let's not talk about that though yeah now as a guitar player yourself is neil young one of your influences absolutely yeah you? yeah yeah actually it's interesting i um i'm from the states yeah. and um i mean neil young is fabulous no matter what However, I was not as familiar with him before I was in this band. Really? Because he's such a Canadian icon. Yeah. And stuff. Or some, you know, just sometimes certain bands or artists just miss you. And sure. somehow he slipped through the cracks with me. And But in the last, like, 15 years, like, I've grown sure. to be a massive fan for sure. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? Who were some of your influences? Oh, my. That's it's gonna on the drumming side of things. Oh, on the drumming side. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Oh. Roxo. Dr. Roxo, of course, you know, <laughs> of Metalocalypse fame. Um, <laughs> also, John Bonham, who isn't a Bonham fan. Yeah. I think he's ultimate, like, the ultimate rock drummer. 100%. I, don't th- I think everyone who is a rock drummer owes that guy everything. Yeah? Yeah. There's something totally. about the way he's, he, he used to play. Oh, Just totally. Drum. Well, yeah, it's the founding, those guys are the founding fathers of rock, in my yeah. opinion. An incredible band, yeah. yeah I'm a absolutely. huge Zeppelin guy myself too, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Our Lady Peace um, has been around for 25, and I actually it starts off for me. It starts off more than 17 years ago. I went. So my girlfriend, who I was dating, who's now my wife, the first concert we went to was an outdoor show um, at uh, Toronto's uh, Mel Lastman Square um, for New Year's Eve. Okay. And and that was our first, that was our first show and I was so excited and, and then I find out my wife is not a rock and roll fan. So it's been heartbreaking ever since. Oh damn, but, okay. I, but uh, I told her, Hey, I'm gonna come see you guys today and she goes, Was it that band, you know, way back when when it was freezing cold outside? And I go, Yeah, the same band. Oh, um, that's funny. But I mean, oh for twenty five years and I know you're relatively new to the band. You've been like more than 10 years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2002, so I'm 15 now, 15 yeah. 15 years, wow. Wow, wow, it's just crazy. Has your audience changed? Are, are, are they are they the same? Are they people still like my age that have grown up with you guys? Or do you see, you know, like you just discovered Neil Young? Are yeah. people discovering you guys now? What do you guys... There's a little bit of all of it. I would say in general, uh, a, a lot of it are people that sort of grew up with us. So they might be like, you know, even out of, you know, out of college now and they have their own kids and stuff. We definitely have a, a, a fair amount of that. Uh, but then we do see, it almost kind of surprises us. We do see like still young fans, you know, like. Especially on this tour. Yeah, especially on this tour like, even yeah. more. Yeah. Like, I've seen a lot of kids. It's probably because of the new record. 
Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely why. Your music will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we were playing somewhere the other day, and there were like three girls in front of Duncan who were like, you know, 15 or something, knew all the words to like all, like all the new songs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's great that's happening, you know? Yeah. That's oh, incredible. Right. I saw the, uh, I saw, uh, was it the series of four videos? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for the first part. Right. Yeah, for something that's part one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell, tell me about it. It was, it was interesting because if you put it all together, it's like you're watching one big movie or like you know, a short film that yeah. you're watching. Uh, it's seeing, you know, it looks like the guy's an Uber driver and just various things that are going on in his life. And it ends up with maybe it's him and his girlfriend right. in the car. Uh, tell, tell me about that whole process of you guys aren't in the, you guys aren't in the video, I don't think. No, no. Um, and you know, where did that idea for this, for the series of videos come together? I think, I don't know where it came from originally, but you know, in the last bunch of years, people have been doing lyric videos yes. and you have a song out. So yeah. we've done a couple of those and we still do proper videos. Yeah. And um, I think it was just some, somewhere we got the idea of what if we present not just one or two songs, but all the songs on the CP, all four of them, yeah, in some way that actually has a continue, uh, you know, a continuity to it, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, and so that seemed like an interesting idea. Well, okay, it's yeah, a guy in an Uber, and it's just all the different people that come into his car, yeah. and all the different. It's an interesting idea if you think about um, people, uh, how when you are like someone like an Uber driver or a taxi driver, yeah, how uh, you have just. Um, you know, these people get in your, in your car and they're there for like five or ten minutes, slice of life, and they might have any kind of shit going on. Who knows? And yeah. you kind of neat. You might have someone who's, you know, fighting or someone who just is a transvestite that just got off work or something like in the one video. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so uh, we thought that was an interesting idea and a nice, you know, constant theme. Are they connected to the songs at all? Or is, is, is it like just... Mm, not really. It's pretty okay. loose. Let's see. Yeah. Um, the one for falling, the song falling into place, yeah. I think definitely has part of it because the song is, you know, we might bend, we might break, but our lives are falling into place. And there's that one has more of a lot of like groups getting in the oh, car. So the different types of people. That are, that are, yeah, yeah, they're out, they're out partying and stuff. It's more about like enjoying life. Yeah. So that one to me, so I guess they, like loosely have to do with who's in the cab. Yeah. yeah. What about the ending of that that whole series of videos? Uh, you know, we're used to so it's so it's it's him and his girl. I'm gonna guess it's his girlfriend or maybe it's his wife. No, the, the couple that are fighting. Uh, yeah, the yeah. couple, and, and yeah. they're fighting, and he goes to, and I, I watch it, oh, shit, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, right. You get into an argument, okay, this one pants now, it's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and it ends off, it ends there. So I'm, I'm just curious um, if that was intentional to end it off on a quote-unquote sad note, or, um, you know, it's, is, it, is it a choose-your-own-adventure at the end? Is it like, you know, you write the end of that story? I think it was more, I think any one of them could be, it could start or end at any one of them. I think that just happened to be the last song that was coming out, yeah. the last one. I don't think it's necessarily any sort of... Chronological? Yeah. 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 Uh, Ballad of a Poet yeah. is also on this album. Yes. I don't know if you guys had any um, um, part of, the, of, of making that song at all, mm -hmm. or if that was all Rain's doing. No, we, we wrote that one all together. Okay. He, he wrote all the lyrics to that, though. Okay. And it was really neat because um, we, were, we did five dates opening up for Guns N' Roses this summer. Yeah, we're talking about that too. Okay. Yeah. It was very interesting, <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah. So we were in Edmonton, and we went to do a, uh, an interview at a radio station. Yeah. I remember because I was terribly hungover, actually, I remember too. <laughs> Car ride was hell. <laughs> and so I was a bit out of it, but the interviewer at that station uh, said, hey, I've been asking everyone who comes in here to share a memory of Gord Downey, you know, okay. of, of the hip. And uh, 
and so he said, you know, what what is the memory that you have of him? Mm-hmm. And Rain started, you know, he remembered all of a sudden he started remembering the first time he had ever seen the tragically hit play. Mm-hmm. And I think it was kind of like an emotional moment for him, like some stuff that he had, and you know, it's all in there, yeah. all of our memories, and it was just he kind of started remembering that night and everything. So um, I think was it it was a couple of days later we actually had two days off in between every show. Then yeah, we went to a studio down so there. We went to a studio in Edmonton and okay. we had like a lick idea that we started messing around with and um, and that ended up being the song that became Ballad of a Poet. So I think it was wow. fresh on his mind and so we started fumping, you know, messing with a little bit of the lyrics there as we were figuring out how, you know, yeah. how the music we should be. We ended up like doing a full demo of it right. there and then went down to uh, East West in LA. Yeah. And, and did the full production. Yeah. And wow. in the mean, in the meantime, Rain kind of wrote those words, what do you guys totally. think of this? And we were like, wow, that's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was neat actually then the recording of the song yeah was um we went to a couple really nice studios for this record like uh-huh. we sort of got everything worked out and then said okay let's get these songs fleshed out and then go into a couple inspiring studios and that one was done at uh yeah east yeah. west studios in hollywood which is this studio where so it's been there since the 50s and all everywhere from sinatra to like Raging Against the Machine have recorded in there. A lot of ghosts in there. Yeah, totally. A lot of like, stories. Yeah, yeah Hawaii, of doubt, Hawaii Five-O was recorded in the room, like the theme what? to that. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the exact same room. It was yep. crazy. <laughs> like, insane. Yeah, and, and Pet Sounds was recorded in the room next door. So there's definitely yeah. some juju in that place. And yeah. um, Ballad of a Poet definitely wasn't fully fleshed out, but in there, um, our producer, Jason Later, is great at getting good sounds. And it came together quickly, and it was one of those, it was definitely a magic moment doing that song totally. where hearing it back that you know play studio sounded so good and um yeah it was one of the it was a juicy moment for sure we were all pretty psyched wow so i'm, I'm curious steve as an american and jason your your uh thoughts you know obviously as a canadian tragically hit gord downey did it mean anything Could, did you understand sort of this catharsis that that the nation was going through when they were doing their last concert and then you just um about a year or so ago when he when he passed away did did that hold, in, hold any meaning for you personally? It did. I mean, it, it, to me, it was in, in two ways. I mean, yeah. one, I've, I've spent enough time here now sure. to see how much, how integrated they are into the fabric of Canada. Yeah. And tragically, yep, they really are. It's just everybody, whether it's, you know, a 19-year-old kid who's at university and getting, you know, drunk or whatever, or even if it's like, you know, like, you know, a 15-year-old girl, like everybody appreciates the hip. It seems like mm-hmm. in this uh, in this country, they're yeah. just it's tradition. Whether it's their parents, it just seems like it's it crosses all gender or uh, all age boundaries and gender boundaries. Totally. So to me, it was it was that where I absolutely understood. You know, it was someone getting, uh, you know, definitely cut short. It mm-hmm. seemed like you know, and also too, just Gord in general, just being. I'm not saying we're on their level, but you know, we've seen them and played with them. Yeah. Just as a contemporary, it was just like. Jesus, man, like that's it. Like, you know, he's 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 dying. You know, yeah. and I'm going like he's not that much older than me. You sure. know, so close ago. to home. Yeah, and it's like okay, it just felt like kind of made me definitely appreciate what we do. Like, man, this could. It's not a given that we'll be here ten years from now. You know that. For sure. Yeah. 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 What, sorry. What about you, Jason? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Um, the gravity of realizing that we're all fragile. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to, hmm. you know, and I think that's part of growing up either way, realizing your own mortality, Yeah. but seeing someone that is so ingrained in what it is to be Canadian, go down that path and yeah. being so close to that path, you know, like yeah. it, it could happen to any of us at any time, you know, yeah. and it's yep. just, yeah. Um, I remember watching that last show mm-hmm. and just the emotion 
in his voice and seeing it in his eyes is just like one of the heaviest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I can't imagine like, like being on stage. Knowing it's like, your last time. Yeah. Like That's, knowing it's the last time you're looking out in that arena. Like that is. Yeah. Or, or to go through, I don't know how many dates they did, maybe a, a 10 or a dozen yeah. dates and to know th like this is it. Yeah. This is this is the this is the final lap. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's there's something you know it's it's it, you know whether it's Prince you know all of a sudden passing away or or Gord and you go wow like what if or I guess David Bowie like he apparently he knew when he made the, his last album yeah that that you know he was sick and he might not pull through after a while I mean, it's it's weird what goes through someone's mind is okay I'm gonna do, this is my final this is my curtain call. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's really strange. It's, yeah, the final act. It's, oh, right? it's heavy, man. Yeah. No, so Kud heavy. kudos to them, to Gordon, the hip for doing, 100%. for going out and doing that, and not just being like, I don't know if I could do it. I'd probably be like, man, I can't, yeah. I can't no, deal with, totally. yeah. So. Deal with. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but you guys uh, earlier on, I guess, uh, I don't know if it was last year, or the year before, you guys opened up for Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Um, last summer. <coughs> yep. Last summer. Yeah. That must have been a trip. You know, here's here's this iconic, yeah, band. You know that that uh, I guess that it has influenced whether it's other musicians or you know kids remember you know the first time they heard Appetite for Destruction. Oh, we yeah. always we've been ripping Guns and Roses in uh, soundtracks since, for a long really? time. This oh, the day yeah. I came into this band. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was one of my first influences for sure. Oh, Appetite yeah. was, was huge for me. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. yeah, okay, absolutely. Appetite and Clumsy Man. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I know for Coots, our bass player too, was way into Guns and Roses. So yeah, we'll play Sweet Child of Mine in Paradise City at Soundchecks. We have been for years, so yeah. it was crazy. We got asked to do that. It's like, oh man, what was uh, that like playing with? Like Slash and Duff and those guys. You know, honestly, it, it was, I think all of us would agree, it was a great experience, actually. Yeah. Um, I think overall, it's uh, it's a good experience for a band to get out there and play not in front of your own fans. Mm. Yeah. We're pretty spoiled, usually, because sure. we so, usually play in front of our fans and our fans, not just saying it, our, our, we're so blessed, the fans that we have are mm -hmm. amazingly enthusiastic and loyal. Um, so I think it was good for us to get out there and kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like having a trainer or just, you know, getting your butt kicked. It's like, okay, these people aren't here for us. You got to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but honestly, I felt like we did a, a, a good job at, at just doing our thing. Mm -hmm. And it was usually, I think we played about seven or eight songs every night. Yeah. It was a short set. But. Yeah. And usually around like song number four or five. You could feel you, it. Yeah. Like you saw waiting. some, <laughs> you saw people turn around a little bit because we, we'd first come out and they'd be like, Oh hell no! Oh, okay. you know? Yeah, they would warm up. Oh really? Yeah, okay. yeah. All I right. think because they heard the songs, they'd be like, "Oh, I have heard this song before." You know, it actually is a pretty good song, and so uh, yeah. it was. A, it was a good experience in that way, um, and the guys were great. I mean, it's a huge operation. Oh, I think it's massive. like probably probably a hundred people 100 total, like yeah. the crew and everything. It's like Jeez. twelve yeah. semis and stuff. So it's a massive, and honestly, in kind of a nice way, I, it was kind of intimidating to me. Totally. Because you'd be in, Win <laughs> you'd be like in Winnipeg or Ottawa or something. There's posters on every storefront and everything, and you're like, yeah, that's uh, I'm part of that today. You know, it was it was definitely a little uh, intimidating, but that just made it all the the nicer when. It went okay. I don't totally. know. What did you think? Yeah, yeah. No, totally. It was. Uh, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect for us to go on the road with GNR. No, ever. No. Like, I didn't never. think that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, what was that like? You know, did Rain call you guys up? Okay, guys, we're uh, opening up for. You know, it's so funny. I feel like it's like that in life. You know, where like yeah. you sometimes let's say you know nothing crappy was going on then, but let's say you're having like you know some crappy days or a crappy week or a crappy month, 
And all of a sudden, no matter what, sometimes you just get a call out of the blue. That's kind of what that was like. It was like our manager called us, hey, yep. uh, GNR is looking for an opener. It's just kind of like, well, son of a bitch. All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> son and of then, a bitch. I guess I, guess I can't. I guess I'll have to hold off the pessimistic prick for today. And totally. I can, I'll go back to being that The glass tomorrow. is now half full. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm so used to being a, a pessimist. Damn. Did they, are, are you guys, you know, you guys have been around for a while. Do you... Do you still wait or hope that you get um, some? Maybe it's a Canadian thing where you, you wait for this validation from from someone else outside. Like, was it like okay, Guns and Roses have invited us? We, I guess, we're good. Was there any of that at all? Or? Oh, I never think about that type of stuff. Okay. I was more just thinking about trying to, you know, play the best shows we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, in the situation, <laughs> yeah, being thrown in like the the biggest possible situation, like the biggest shows you could ever think of. Yeah. It doesn't get bigger than playing like football stadiums with Guns N' Roses. Yeah. So just like trying to give that the proper respect. Sure. Yeah, more so than. Nice. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, Jason, you, you've played with so many acts, so many bands, so many people. Um, you're, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're now your part now of Our Lady Peace. I don't know if this is the first time you're actually part of a band and not just someone that gets hired out or just goes on tour. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, how is that different for you? Um, there's a lot more responsibility. Uh, and it's something that I didn't even realize until I became a part of Our Lady Peace. Okay. Like, starting from when I was a hired guy with this band to where I am now, yeah. playing shows feels completely different to me. Okay. And it's like I... It's that responsibility thing. Okay. It's like I feel like I almost owe more. Like I, I have to, it's weird to explain. Mm -hmm. You know, um, as a hired guy, you're very much on the surface. Yeah. And you could be here tomorrow, you couldn't be here tomorrow. You know, you could be onto something else. You, yeah. There's really no commitment to that. Um, mm. Being a part of it, you're, you're trying to really give back to the legacy of what uh, the band is. Yeah. And being, you know, around for 25 years and coming in for the last four years, yeah. I have a lot of catch up to do on that. Sure. So it's trying to give the right respect to the parts and to the, give the fans what they want too, you know? Right, but you also, and you're also putting your own stamp on it too. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely, you can't, you know, you can't play copycat. Right, 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 exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, um, a lot more responsibility in the fact that I—it's not that I care more; sure. <laughs> it's just different. Yeah, you yeah. can imagine—you're—you're you're now an owner, I guess. Yeah, yeah no, this, exactly. Right? You're not just somebody in the background. Yeah. You know, that's that's cool. Um, I want—I wanted to ask. I'm really curious, um, because you know, there's there's my nephews and nieces, and my nieces especially—they love justin bieber yeah you know and they listen to the music that i listen to you know the our lady pieces of the world yeah uh you know very hard neil young even soft neil young um and they don't understand that you've played with justin bieber yeah uh and our lady yeah, peace um do the guys bug you do they tease you or, or what is like or, or or am i or do i not understand music the way musicians understand music you know how do you, what's What's the difference? Tell me about playing with, with someone like a Justin Bieber compared to our Lady Peace. So different types of music, different audiences. Yeah, well, yeah, different audiences, different types of music, but really um, playing with like a Bieber or something like that, you're, you're trying to support the vocals more than anything. And that really is, as a, a, a foundation player either way, that's really what you're doing, yeah. is you're supporting the vocals. Mm -hmm. But very much when you're playing pop music, very much like, um, 
Yeah, it's you're. It's less about what you play and more about making space. Okay. For the artist, hmm. and just making sure they feel secure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Steve, you've you've been with the band for a while. Uh, back, I guess, when you guys were had a label or represented right, by a large right. label. Now I understand you guys are independent. Pretty much, mm-hmm. right? yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you prefer? What's the difference? I mean, uh, you know, I think like anything, there there are goods and bads of both. Yeah. You know, um, people people a lot of times want to rip on record companies. You know, saying that okay, yeah, there's a lot of politics involved in this and that. But you know, when people when people were still buying a lot of records. Um, there was a safety and a security that came with that mm. because the record company was like, okay, this is this product that's making us a bunch of money. So you guys are the ones that make this product. We want you to just do that as best as you can. Mm. And we'll take care of the rest, you know, so yeah. give you advances and say, okay, let us know what you need, you know, tour support this and that. So yeah, there's a safety for an artist that's nice with that. Uh, but at the same time, then a lot of it's out of your hands. A lot of what happens to your product, mm. a lot of what happens with advertising and things like this. Whereas what we do now, it's all that we have control over all that stuff. Yeah. Now, granted, we have to find, you know, when we want to go into nice studios, like we recorded at East West this time and Jackson Brown's personal studio, mm. you know, that stuff costs money. So yeah. we just have to find and be a little more creative with how to find money to do that and to live and everything. But the upside is, and that's not really that hard. And, and the upside is that we have complete control over when we want to release stuff, what we want to release, you know, yeah. how we want our artwork and all that kind of stuff to look. So um, uh, it's tough to say. I don't know if I'd want to go back to the way it was. It's, it's pretty nice how it is. And there was a little bit of growing pains in figuring yeah. out how to make it work. But I feel now like we've, we've, we recently um, partnered with Pledge. Yes, music, so we did yeah. a pledge campaign yeah. and that's an awesome way of kind of getting us you know because when you're not touring you have these months in between where there's no income so that's been a great way to kind of like keep us afloat and help us with costs of recording and stuff mm-hmm. so uh, there was a while when we were trying to figure it out but I feel like now we've stumbled upon some good stuff yeah music you, you, you alluded to music has changed people aren't aren't buying music or consuming music you know when, when Clumsy came out for example the way that they do today, right? Totally. You know, a lot of people. You know, it's on Spotify or YouTube, um, and you know, they're 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 accessing music that way. Um, I, I believe concerts. People are still going to concerts. Uh, you guys are a testament to that. Um, how you know with with, with technology and everything, and um, the way people's consumption habits have changed. Um, how does a band like an Our Lady piece, or even like an up-and-comer, um, you know, how do you, outside of, you know, Pledge Music, how do you guys, or how do musicians today continue to succeed? You mean to continue to, like, keep doing it? Keep for, doing it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I can only... I'm definitely not a guy very in the know of what's going on with current music and stuff like that. <laughs> sure, sure. But I know, like, for us, at least, it's... Um, you know, it's all kind of all about live. Like that's where we, mm. you know, that's what we do the most. That's where people see us, and and that's also where we, you know, are able to make money from and stuff as well. Um, so you know, we have a dedicated fan base that definitely is always interested in what we, what we are doing and what we got going on. Yeah. So, um, so it's nice. We don't have to work as hard as some people to get. Uh, to get noticed and to get uh, for people to know what's going on because they care about us, you sure. know. Um, 
and I, I think we're so lucky if we were around back when more traditional things were going on. So we were able to like get a large fan base. Nowadays, like current people, it's tough because there's so much, I know our, our Rain has said this and I agree, there's so much noise out there. You gotta mm -hmm. find a way to cut through it. And True. we still have to deal with that, with trying to cut through all the noise out there everywhere. Yeah. But luckily we have a history, which is huge for us. And, nice, yeah. yeah. Awesome, guys, thank you so much for your Hey man, thank you. Good really questions and stuff. Thank you very much. Oh, come on.